Hey everyone. So I don't know um, if you saw the South Park episode about Scientology, which is absolutely hysterical. Um, somebody had recommended that I see it. We were just talking, and um, and this guy, this Hubbard guy, um, had invented this whole story. But part of the story, which is sort of shocking to me, is that um, the darkness had come from some other planet with some souls that had been frozen and unfrozen here and then you know crept into people and I just was like a little bit shocked I mean is what it's that's all crazy I mean there are all sorts of machines that measure whether you're happy what anyway what was interesting to me is that uh in the medicine uh and that is an incredible technology right it's the plants have been here 700 million years it has consciousness everything has consciousness everything has a living spirit um and we've been here 7 million right we have we have supposedly superior consciousness it's basically all the same we just have a little bit more understanding we all have the same you know basically the same dna as a fruit fly we can just do a bit more you know the universe can see itself through us um but one of the things that was clearly shown to me in the medicine in a very sort of um, altered state, you know, inside those dimensions, is this notion that that yeah, that this, the darkness did come from somewhere else, that it actually did come from another planet, and that it's extraordinarily um, it's an advanced technology. But I suppose all viruses are kind of advanced technology because they kind of move into us, you know, if we touch something and suddenly we had a cold and we have you know germs, etc. It's the same idea. It just affects us differently, right? A virus can kill us, like Ebola, or and we can't see other than by the symptoms that we have, right? So if I start kind of bleeding out of my ears and my pores and whatever, um, I remember a friend of mine in, in Africa got green monkey disease and they had to wash all their clothes. And that virus literally shoots up through you in one day and you're kind of like... it moves through your energetic system and kills you off. Oh, yeah, sorry, not your energetic, your nervous system and kills you off in a day, just eats it all up. Why am I talking about all these fucking weird things? What I'm saying is that there's this notion of this, what I saw in the medicine, which was, listen, you know, you were attacked by a virus or, or this entity or this thing that slips in and out of people which seemed to me like, oh, okay, that's kind of crazy, but I kind of understand it. it's a virus. It slips in like all viruses. We can't see it. It's undetectable unless it's under a microscope. This is doing the same thing. It's just, it's, it's, but it's, it's, um, it's different in that it paralyzes life by terror. That's all. And um, the way it pursues the paralysis is through terror and the dark and the um, making life, making a sacrilege of life, you know, the abuse of children, um, of women, just horror in general, right? So I was thinking, you know, yesterday in this sort of like, you know, because you're getting all this information in the medicine, right? Because you're in these other dimensions. And and, you know, when you're sort of integrating it all and sort of putting it all back together, it's like, well, as you're integrating and as you're understanding it, right, you've, you've, you've lived the experiences of the hell that you've been through, blah, blah, blah. 
it becomes sort of a deeper journey of understanding because once you're not in it, like if you're not in the pot being cooked and you're not screaming and yelling, you're out of the pot, but now you're seeing the pot from a distance is you can begin to ask questions because you're not in there screaming and yelling and being terrified, right? You've relived the experiences, you've healed, and now you, can, you have a sort of different perspective. And everything comes from a perspective because I'm not having the same perspective if I'm in the pot being stewed as I am from the observer of the pot in which things are stewing, right? It's a different place. So now I can look back and go, all right, so you're somebody else in another life, which in you know all religions, well, a lot of religions have this notion of reincarnation. It's in a lot of religions, this notion that you, you, know, you come back, that... And in science, there's this constant that says, you know, nothing is destroyed, nothing, energy is not destroyed nor created, it's just, you know, recycled through different frequencies, blah, blah, blah. It's a whole thing, right? It's patterns. Um, and energies and... And so my question is, okay, so, so I was this person in another life. I had this information. I was an Indian on the plains in South Dakota. All right. And we've all been something somewhere else as other people. This is not exclusive to me. It's we've all, we're all energy. We're all recycled bits of this thing, of this stew, right? We're just coming back at, as a new version of itself, right? In fact, had the dinosaurs not been wiped out, we wouldn't even be here. So thank God for asteroids or, you know, this bunch. Would, I mean, there's been, what, four or five extinctions already? So not a lot of control, all right? So in this observation, this understanding, it's like, okay... I can understand that we were all something before, okay, um, because the law of conservation says nothing is destroyed, nothing is created, everything is recycled. All right, so I have the breath of Shakespeare and the leg of, you know, Julius Caesar and the hair of a star and whatever. So it were stars as well as all the molecules, etc., that were here originally, were bits of that. Um, and okay, we've, we're these human beings and these forms that have consciousness that we can think, we, can, we know about death. I don't know if animals know about death. Like the one thing constant that we have is that we have an awareness that we will disappear, which is tragic, right? <laughs> it's like, what? I'm going to disappear. What do you mean? Right. Um, that's the greatest problema, right? I'm going to die. And so I'm going to fight against that every day. I'm not so much aware of it when I'm, when I'm little. Well, I certainly was because of all the trauma. But, like, you know, as you get older, you become more and more aware of, like, oh, fuck, I'm going. And that's what all advertising is, you know, about. Don't get old, don't die, you know, you can change your experience. Actually, one of the most interesting things that's always coming up is you can have another... Ex- you don't have to have the experience you're having. You can have another experience. If you look at most advertising, it's saying to you, you can have another experience. You don't have to actually have the experience you're having, which is nuts because actually it's just another cover-up, right? I mean, I, yeah, I, I can go to the south of France. I can dye my hair. I can eat great foods. You can have another experience. And this is true, but that experience is as ephemeral as, you know, sitting on the toilet with diarrhea. I mean, it's all just an experience. We're always, all of us, trying to get out of this experience. I don't want this experience. I'm, I don't want who I am. 
I want to be someone else. I want to become someone else. I want to look like someone else. I want to go, whatever. Everything, if you look in advertising and everything, it's like you can have a better experience. And if you're not having it, there's something wrong with you, right? It's FOMO, fear of missing out. Okay, I digress. Let's go back to what I was saying. I was just thinking about that yesterday. Like, yeah, we're always trying to just have another experience. Um, Instead of just saying, well, what is my experience? And I think one of the things about the medicine is that it says to you, yeah, go even deeper into the truth of your experience. Right? So in this outside world, it's putting us further and further and further away from ourselves. Right? We're always jumping hoops into being someone else, doing something else, having another experience. And in the medicine, it's like, no, not only is the experience you're having not true or you know, just a piece of you, but actually, if you go backwards into you, you can actually get to the root of who you are. All right, again, I digress. Let's go back to that notion that we are all somebody else in another life. Do you know it? Do you don't? It doesn't matter. So, but this life, this life, this incarnation for me had a connection to another one, was connected to another one, right? So, so, so here's how it happens. In the medicine, people are carrying transgenerational trauma. So horrible things happened in some war in 1516 in Bulgaria or something. And that still is in your system, right? It wasn't resolved. There was something that still needs to be fixed there. So when you go into these ceremonies, like my friend who, uh, who, whose family is Irish, in her DNA, was all the information about that famine in Ireland and whenever. And so she, in her DNA, was the memory of the starvation and the thirst. There was some kind of huge famine. And she felt that for several days, this like starvation and this thirst. Because it's, in her, it's, it's all the past. You are a piece of information. You're a piece of hardware in which you have all the information of everything. Of everything. And... If it's, if, if, so the one that you're going to the medicine, you know, we go in with little lists of like, oh, what's my, what's my job going to be like? What am I going to, who am I going to meet? The medicine just tears it up because the medicine says, listen, you have blockages, which are so fucking huge. (laughs) Let's deal with those first and foremost, because you can't even deal with the, you know, the micro stuff. You got to deal with the macro stuff, right? So you need to be cleansed of these blockages. So some of us are carrying transgenerational trauma blockages, again, in the energetic field. And if you look at string theory, which is these vibrating strings, these patterns, if you look at mathematics, these are patterns. At energy, there are patterns. At geometry, they are patterns. We are patterns, right? Patterns that have been disfigured beyond my organs, my person, my cells is a pattern of me. That's what the medicine, that's what the shamans see in the ceremony. It's a pattern of you. In the same way, scientists see patterns, geometries, mathematics. They see patterns of us. The substructure of the everything, the substructure of you, of which your physical being is just another expression. But below that, the substructure of you is the pattern of your energetic field and how it's vibrating 
And in that blockage, the vibrations and the frequencies change. And they attract illness, sickness, depression, all that stuff, right? So the medicine is going in to your energetic pattern. It's like a, a net that's like pulled apart, right? It's been pulled apart by sharks. It's been torn apart. You know, they're like, they're the repairers of your net, of your diagram, of your pattern. You see those fishermen in the Greek villages sewing up those nets, right? They rearrange the pattern. Depending on how disfigured it is, it depends on how many ceremonies you need to do or how many times you need to go down. All right, again, I digress, but let's go back. So we're all coming back in one form or another, right? Energy is just redoing itself. So the blockage that you have in this life might be related to this life or another life or another century, or another whatever. And if from what I'd seen in ceremony, it was something that had happened here, or so I thought. Um, because again, the opening into all of this territory is bit by bit, right? She's going to give you, she's going to light up different parts of your consciousness. Information is being given to you, and you won't know the whole story. I mean, it's bit by bit you're being put back together. The whole piece of you is put back together. One of the shamans had said to me, um, and I hate the word shaman because it really degrades them. They're energetic surgeons, right? Had said to me, listen, it, there's some payback here for something else. There's something, you know, it's about some other, something you did in another life. And I had, I'm like, I never saw in ceremony any horrific thing or I never saw myself you know quite the opposite all I saw myself in ceremony was <clears throat> in these underground caves being abused in cages the abuse of children everywhere the abuse of children and I was also being abused and my parents were involved so I never saw myself in doing anything I'm not just that kind of person. It's not my, my thing, right? I don't... Um, I remember only as a child having very powerful feelings towards my dad, who's now dead, towards hurting him. And then when I thought about that, I wanted to hurt myself. I would never do that, right? But there were this... So that was all the repressed rage of being sent out to be abused, obviously. But I never um, either felt or saw that wasn't just the way I was, right? So it was a real mystery to me. And it scared me, like, what was I responsible for, right? What was I responsible for? Um, and what, you know, payback, fuck, you know. Isn't it supposed to be some angelic realm? No, you know, you're a rotten person, right? Um, and these are all energies, right? So what you need to confront, you need to confront. So, you know, in the original, I mean, there were huge energies being removed from me. I mean, there was exorcism. There were energies in my heart, in the jungle. I mean, this shit was all around me. This thing, I didn't even know. It was all around me. It smothered me. It was like I was, it's like I was carrying 50 layers of energetic shit around me or like horrible things and, ugh, right? Um, 
and I can't see it. It's all in, you know, it's all in the ether, right? You can't see all this. You can't see this soup, what's around. You're just in a, you're, we're all in this huge soup of stuff. We can't see it, what's like in the soup, what the spirits are, what the things are, what the, you know, neurons and furons and bubblums and that are going through us and dark energy and just, we're just in this big soup of energies and forces and gravitation, right? <clears throat> but what had happened early on was hundreds of Indians. I was just getting, I, you know, from my first ceremony, when I came home, what had opened up was thousands of Indians and they would be in my home. Like I'd be sitting in a ceremony and, you know, I wouldn't drink it, but I would connect to the medicine through the Ikaros, which are the healing songs. And suddenly there was hundreds of these Indians around me. And they were guides. And at first I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, like, you know, but there were guides <clears throat> and I was connected to them. And more and more in ceremony, I, you know, I was told, listen, you were stolen from us. I couldn't correlate like where, so how did I get from being stolen from these wonderful people who've come to like bring me home to having done something awful? Did I, you know, betray them? Did I, I was soon later to find out. All right, so here you are. You're part of something else. So the story unravels itself. I was part of this Indian tribe. I was some kind of chieftain. <clears throat> and in some other life. Okay, in this life, I was sexually abused. I was sent out to be sexually abused by my own parents. Then it later turned out that the pimp that um, I was sold to, I became as like his wife. I mean, I was four or something. So I became his like partner, which is disgusting, right? And I was being led around all these underground rooms and watching all these children being abused. I'm like, how the fuck did I get, how, you know, how did I end up here? So, again, the narrative, the bigger cosmic narrative, the bigger, like, narrative beyond all your terror and fear will be shown to you, right? It will reveal itself. The deeper the medicine goes into your system, the more medicine, plant medicine you have in you, the more is illuminated, more, the more consciousness you get. It's like these veils between the different lives, veils between the past and the future, veils, you know, all these veils are taken out, which I really believe you're kind of in a wormhole. And a wormhole is basically the thing that gets you across the universe quicker between different paths, etc. because you go beyond the speed of light. There's some kind of warp thing, I don't know what it's called, but anyway. If you look at science, you'll understand. It, it, it's possible. You can actually move into the past, into the present, into the future. So, in, so eventually, once I got past the parents, once I got past the, you know, the understanding that I was owned by this pimp, that was a, you know, the two forces, my parents and this pimp. My parents who had no money and this pimp who then I was sold to, to feed them. But this pimp was dark, was, wasn't just a pimp, it was the, the energy of evil, let's put it that way, of darkness, of the paralysis of life, right? And but what better way to stop life but at its incipient arrival, which is as children, <coughs> when everything is easier to take over. So this Indian that I was in some other life was connected to the everything, right? In, the, in that time, 
you know, these, in, and I don't remember this, by the way, this is just all happening in ceremony. This Indian is connected to the everything, right? They believed everything to be sacred, whether it was a rock themselves. There was no, I'm better than nature. I'm one with nature. I am uh, an expression of nature as much as that little mouse is, as much as a cloud is, as much as a mountain is, as much as a black hole. We are just expressions of nature. And this version of us is some consciousness. So we, <clears throat> we're nature with consciousness. That's our, you know, gift with purchase sort of thing, right? And I was ambushed by this darkness. Killed. And this darkness represented the abuse of children, money, um, basically the wipeout of nature, all of that nature stands for, which is sort of this rhythm that works in this sort of sacred respect for everything. And because of that sacred respect is connected to everything. And in that connection to everything is some kind of power. And I don't mean power like taking people over. I'm talking about the understanding of the mechanics of nature, right? As opposed to be sitting in a lab figuring out, doing research to figure out how nature works. This connection to everything gives you the information about everything. In the same way that when you're in a ceremony, you are given information by the plants about the nature of how everything works. The technology of this medicine, if you are, if you, if you are truly connected to the medicine, you're truly going in there and whatever, <clears throat> is that it's going to give you information about how the universe works because that information is already in the everything and you're able to get to the everything through these plants. And of course, if they're willing to give you that information. So while somebody is busy in a lab doing 10,000, you know, pieces of research, the plants and the information of everything can be found out in the medicine. Why? Because it's connected to everything. <clears throat> and my suspicion is that these Indians, again, this is all because of these med uh, of the, of, the um, of being in ceremony and you're in these different dimensions and you're getting all this information. My suspicion is that that information is there. I, I know that a lot of these shamans have tons of information. They're not going to tell you, right? They're kind of sworn to the secrecy of nature. Have tons of information about when the world's going to end, what's going on. I mean, they knew about the, the virus, etc. Crazy, right? About the pandemic. And then, again, this isn't woo-woo, right? It's not woo-woo. It's like it's a technology in the same way that when you look, you know, that we have to go into a lab and figure it out. They have the information because if this is a soup, right, where we keep discovering stuff in labs about how things work, we build these huge hydrogen colliders in Switzerland, etc., to figure out how many molecules and atoms and stuff and different, what are they called, um, the, ta the table there, whatever, yeah, um, types of material there are, right? Um, I can't remember. Anyway, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, 
we're looking at the minutiae to put things together, right? To see how the world works. There's an understanding because you're in nature and nature is the everything. It's, it, it is the whole soup. We have all the information. We're, what, 14 billion years of evolution. It's all within us, right? But we see that as, you know, spiritual and it's not within the realm of like... And by the way, no shade on understanding it in the realm of science. Yes, full on. But you can't do science without understanding that there's something bigger going on and it contains spirit. All right, again, I digress, but let's go back to the Indian and this other life. So I'm an Indian. I'm ambushed and killed and there's magic and shit done and whatever, black magic, bullshit, crap, you know, because you're calling in dark energies, right? And it seems that this energy that did this is a virus. It doesn't come from here. That was made very clear to me. It comes from somewhere else. Does it come from another planet? Does it come from... Then again, the notion of the multiverse, which is also part of the string theory, is that in that Big Bang, there wasn't just this universe that exploded into being, but many universes that exploded into being. And in the realm of the shamans, what they're doing, and again, they're conduits for information. They're conduits for the plants, and the plants have the information, right? So they call in the plants, they've dieted on the plants, and when they call in the plants, the plants through them literally give them a sheet of music of what to sing vibrationally because this is a universe of vibration in which frequencies matter and create us each person's after their diagnosis the the plants inform the shamans of vibrational healing song that is going to heal that energetic pattern in your system when you are being operate and these are operations that you're going through in this medicine you are being torn apart pulled apart like a rat in a lab and in and the medicine is 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 looking to heal that blockage <coughs> and that blockage which is an injury to your energetic field that blockage is connected both in time and space Right, It might be connected to another life. Because again, you're just energetic vibrations. Right? Of different frequencies that can be injured by energies. So to the shamans, you are, your health depends on your energetic frequencies. Right? Energies that are harmful, overwhelm your pattern, block your pattern, take down that frequency. And those frequencies make you sick, right? So for me, <coughs> in the unearthing, and the, so in regular medicine, they just give you something to like cover the pain or they go in. But in the, in, in 
this medicine, this healing, they're going to they're going to go to the core of your energetic blockage, the very core. They're going to go to the root of it and pull it out. It's deeply, deeply, right? And it's so deep, it actually goes into another life, this blockage. My blockage wasn't from here. It was from another life in which I, as an Indian, ambushed, killed by this dark energy. And this dark energy is a virus that's not from here. It's a virus that slips into your system, that has an understanding, that has technology. What I didn't understand, so here's, here's another conundrum. So, okay, I understand we, you know, energy is constant. Um, so therefore, nothing is destroyed, nothing is created. And that's scientific. There's no, I'm not making that up. It just becomes something else. So <clears throat> that means inevitably, you know, we show up again and again and again and again and again and again in different forms. Today is a caterpillar, tomorrow is a human being. I don't know. But what's interesting is that in order to, to eradicate me or to get information from me, this information that I must have had because I was connected to the everything, they had to ambush me. First of all, kill me. Okay. Then do some kind of black magic. And then I was coming. My spirit was going to come back. So what it, sh- it confirms to me is that, yes, you do die, but your spirit returns. So your spirit, as many religions have said, never dies. It does return. So in one of the ceremonies, and it was at the end, like the last ceremony, there are usually five ceremonies in a two-week stint, right? And usually, you know, you're getting all the information, the first four, and you're like, oh, horrible, blah, blah. And by the last one, you're like, okay. <clears throat> so in this last retreat, what I had to see and something I couldn't handle was that my mother was also involved in selling me. And I, I really was holding on to think, no, she, there's no way she could have participate I just didn't want because when you you want to hold on to this family right where you bond you build so you're you just want to hold on to the last piece of it and it was like no you know first ceremony here she is in the car you know whatever so I'd had to in my whole system had to integrate that and it was the last holdout like I know she couldn't have been her but the last ceremony you know now you've been there for two weeks, you're exhausted, you're starving, you're energized, you've been processing, you've gone through these ceremonies. The last ceremony, the medicine said to me, they came to get you before you were born. They, who? <coughs> who came to get me? This virus. This virus that had ambushed me in another life, had killed me, and had somehow managed to await my next, my next incarnation here. So here are the questions. 
how did they know I was coming back? Which means there's an underst- a technological understanding of that we return that I have no idea, right? That we don't understand. We know we come back because energy is constant, right? We know we come back. So can this virus then manipulate the return? I mean, these are all questions, right? They're just questions that come out of the medicine, which hopefully will be answered or not, depends on, I know. But it's, it's, all of the information you're given in the medicine leads to even greater inquiry because just being in these different realms, there's more information. So there's obviously tons of information if you're connected to everything because you're one with, so you're in the flow of, right? So these Indians much, must have had, they did a lot of ceremonies in the Kivas underground. They did a lot of ceremonies. I mean, if you look at Sitting Bull, the battle with that Custer died in, uh, it's a very famous battle where he, he had spent like, he was attached to this pole and he was, he had all these cuts in him and everything, but he was in a trance. He could, so he could actually see that they were going to win this battle. The Battle of Bighorn or Little Bighorn or something. I can't remember. But anyway, so the Indians had the ability to connect to the everything and to get into these realms where they could foresee the future, which is something that you're, when you're in the ceremonies, in these, you know, ayahuasca ceremonies, you're moving between the past and the future. There is no... The veils are removed, right? It's like wormholes. You're getting in between yesterday and today. Now, my question is, can you change the past? I don't think you can, but again, who do I? I, I, you know, can I go in and not be that Indian? Can I go? No, I don't think I can do that. I don't think, I mean, I say I can do it. I don't know if it's plausible in physics or nature, perhaps on another planet, I don't know, or another universe. Um... So where was I? Oh, yeah. So they came to get you before you were born. They knew I was coming, right? They knew that spirits return in different forms. They were waiting for me. So they must have had a technology, or it must have, because I don't think it's gone. It's all here. This virus has a technology which knows or is able to meddle with. Because this thing was in my father. So already the spirit of this virus was in my father, who then I saw like this animal, like um, targeting my mother. She was very young and infantilized, etc on this mountaintop, right? It was, it was targeting my mum. It was like, you know, the hyenas waiting, you know, spotting the weakest link going across the savannah, the weakest animal, right? It's going to pounce on it. And it was, I, I was shown that it was, he was like that. He was this, you know, so the virus was in him. And that she was just this very naive, infantilized child who he targeted. I think that's the term. And 
so my question is, you know, where was I, right? Where was this spirit that was going to come back? Because she then carried me. But they knew, even let's just say that he was just another guy that was just a poor guy that couldn't make ends meet. But I specifically saw him as a predator targeting my mother. So that's an open question. Was he already... Um, was the virus already in him? Was he a victim? I don't know. But they knew who the parents were going to be. And I was going to come back as a girl. Was that also altered? Right? So in these energies, when you think about it, an energy according to its frequency is either a gas, a liquid, or matter. Right. So we can change the makeup. There's some kind of ability to interfere in. The spirit remains the same. The, the container of it changes. The actual material, the matter of it changes. Um... So I came back as, I came as a little girl. And these two people, you know, were incapable of getting a job and whatever. So eventually the trickster, the real trickster, which he was this pimp who was the virus in, its, in all of its evil, nasty form, convinced them to sell me for money because they were starving or they didn't have any money or whatever. And this thing was this pure evil or this virus, whatever you want to call it. And then it abused me and then I had to bond with it. <clears throat> so what are the events that happened? Well, a child is powerless, it's vulnerable, it's terrified, it's aware. I could see my parents, you know, couldn't make it. And so, you know, I had to be abused to feed them. <clears throat> I had to keep that as a secret. I had to, I had to take care of them <clears throat> by being abused. At the same time, in that horrific place, I bonded with evil. I was stolen from them to bond. I was, I was like, if you don't do this, they don't eat. You're responsible for their death. You, you know, you're carrying the burden of them. So I had to silence and do what I had to do, right? I was four or five, whatever. But at the same time, so many of things happened. You, you know, your heart's broken. Clearly you're shut down. I, you know, I had to see all this abuse everywhere. It was horrific. And they did this purposefully, right? It was a purposeful thing. There's no leaving here. You're stuck here for eternity, right? You must adapt to this to the abuse of children. <coughs> you must bond here. And in that relationship, in that trick, in that very horrific and clever trick, I bonded. 
and made this evil kind of my parent. Even though it was doing the most horrific things. And that's why I say, you know, where you bond, you build. And it comes when it, you're, we're very young because, you know, children aren't going to leave their parents. Right? Children have to, have to bond somewhere, right? Trying to make this man happy so my parents would eat. Trying to make it all work. Trying not to see the truth. Refusing it. Shutting your, your heart down. Making it, trying to make it happy to the point where it asks me about the knowledge of nature. For somehow, for some reason I knew. And I gave it away. I betrayed my own people. I betrayed nature. And in that betrayal, huge losses happened everywhere. Now, listen, I'm not that important. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just a, like, <laughs> I just put up sheetrock. But what I'm saying is that we're energy. We carry information at these substrata levels of who we are, of our frequency, of our energetic makeup. We're not just this apparent matter, right, that goes to Zara and buys clothes and goes to Starbucks and goes to work, right? What you're going to get in the medicine is a bigger understanding of the whole universe of the energetic makeup of who you are and how it's correct, connected through time and space. <coughs> Does it stop there? Does it go beyond? I don't know, but in my particular injury, the whole narrative, the whole cosmic narrative is revealed. And what are those points? There was some information that I had that is, was all of nature. I was ambushed. I came back as a little girl. They were waiting for me. And then I was ambushed again to ensure that I would be in this hellhole. And in this hellhole, give away whatever it is I had to give away. It was an ambush by another thing, let's just call it that, I don't know, I'm not going to call it an alien, I don't know, I mean, everything's alien to me, like, you know, a virus is an alien to me, but it was clear to me, and made clear to me, that this didn't belong to nature, it didn't belong <coughs> here, it didn't come from here, it's not part of this particular Goldilocks planet, you know, everything is just all the elements are perfectly balanced for this planet and this expression of nature to exist. And that this virus had come to eliminate, to destroy, to take over. It sounds awfully kind of Hollywoody and it's almost like people have done this many times before. But it's what I saw. It's what I experienced and in the information I was given. 
So there are many questions that, you know, in science that we can, um, that energy is constant, it's only a, you know, a recycling in a different form. Totally get that, right? I was an Indian before, you were an astronaut before, now whatever, right, yeah, okay. And I'm this now, okay. But what I didn't understand is the bigger story. And that to me was, okay, there was a virus that wanted to stop and take this information and use it for its own mission. And all the time, it's like you were one with everything. Both in my very first ceremony, I was this little bird and I was just, you know, at, at one with everything. And then chuk, this abuse happened, it was severed. So we're all connected to this one thing. We all come from this one source, this one intelligence that arrives, expresses itself, dies, comes again, arrives, expresses itself, dies. It's, it's this constant, this cyclical thing. Right? But in this instance, there was an interference in that pattern. There was an interference. There's a technology that understands how the cycle works and needs, wants to interfere in that cycle. And if I look outside, I'm seeing a lot of severed people from nature, a lot of severing from nature, a lot of like, oh, we're separate from nature. We know more. We're smarter. We're more intelligent. We're, we've could take, become our own little virus, right? We're just stomping across the world. Place is going to fucking blow up soon because of the global warming, etc., etc. So I see the effects of what potentially could be this virus. And one other interesting, incredible point was shown to me was that this guy that I was going out with for later on in life when I was much older was in fact... Again, <clears throat> the very darkness that had come when I was a child. It was like almost like that Schwarzenegger notion of it looks like a human being, but it's actually a virus. It's a robot. The virus had slipped into him. I had been picked up because it was the same person that wanted this relationship when I was a child. Another trick. Right, so basically, bottom line is, I have the vision on this 3D perspective. It is very limited. For me to make a cup of tea, I have to edit out 20 million pieces of information. I cannot see the bigger picture. I'm just going in, getting my Starbucks, going to work, coming home, going to the gym, going to hot yoga. Boom, 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 over and over and over. I cannot see past the layers of this illusion Like I'm on the top layer. I cannot see the 10,000 other walls that lie between me and what's actually happening. The medicine lets you do that. You penetrate the layers. You get into these realms. You get into these energetic realms of your makeup, of your past, of why you showed up, who you truly are, what your spirit, where your spirit belongs why it's here now there are many questions beyond that like 
why is this all happening? <laughs> like, yeah? What lies beyond that? I don't know. But I was given a specific understanding whilst these veils have been pierced. Again, it's like your lights are out and one light is put on. What you're given is more consciousness, more consciousness, more understanding. It's like being under a microscope of what's actually happening. For me to get more understanding, though, I had to be blown up over and over. I had to puke and like keep piercing these walls that kept me shut down that I couldn't see. And the actual attempt of this virus was to keep me shut down, to keep me disconnected from source, from the everything, from where we all come, some intelligence. Right now we're living in this little island between an abyss of birth and abyss of death. We don't know what happens on either side of that. We just know what's going on here, like how much that real estate is worth. What's my 401k doing? Is a market going up and down? Whatever it is that you're doing, we're just, we're, we're, we're in, this in this little piece of understanding, which again is many, many, many layers removed from what's actually going on in the bigger cosmic show. Right, and that cosmic show cannot be penetrated in science. We don't have the tools to do that. That's the technology of the plants. In that technology, you can move into all these realms. Again, you're, have, you're given a special access by the medicine. It can either give it to you or not. I suppose it needs to know what your dedication and your devotion to understanding is. And that's why you're constantly tested. I was constantly tested. Right, like how much are you willing? How much do you really want to know? So yes, you are. Um, there are so many questions beyond the veil. In these other realms, the other realms that you're approached mathematically to understand the universe, there are all these physical laws that are happening you know, that give us an understanding mathematically of how the world works and then helps us in our technology, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. One of the things, though, um, I think we, you know, is our arrogance, all right? We We have to really handle our arrogance about... One of the things is we must be absolutely humbled by how this thing is working, stars, planets, are we going to, you know, rip apart at the end? Are we going to just collapse inward? Again, I'm no scientist. But one thing is real. When you go into this medicine, and you're, it's an, it's a privilege, right? It's a privilege. It's an honor. It's a gift. to be given a bigger understanding of where we come from, what we're doing here, why we need to be healed. I'm not the only one that needs to be healed. I can assure you of that. If this has happened to me, it's happening to a lot of people. 
And I think one of the things is, for me, my sort of mission here is to take this out of the woo-woo realm. If I don't understand it, it's woo-woo. If I don't understand something scientifically, it must be woo-woo. How fucking arrogant. How pathetic that we just go, no, we close off. Instead of saying, there are many ways to understand things. And to not close off, to be open, even if we don't have the tools to register what the fuck is going on. That we give it respect. Just because I can't fucking measure it, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Just because my mind is limited, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That's what I'm talking about. And so the medicine is healing. It's not healing your your organs or your matter. It's healing your energetic field. We are energy. Just go look at any scientific, just on a YouTube video. String theory, vibrations, everything is coming, it's broken down, you know, from matter to molecules to atomic particles to subatomic particles to quarks to string theory to vibrating strings. Everything has a substrata of energy and vibration. Einstein said the whole fucking world is vibrating, there's an energy, there's a frequency. There are forces we cannot see every single where we go. We're in a soup of forces that we're trying to understand how this fucking soup works. What was he saying yesterday? We're one. Our galaxy has 400 billion stars. And, in, and there are, and more from what we can see, there are two trillion galaxies. Imagine two trillion galaxies with 400 billion stars in each one of them. And that's because we, and that's a tiny, this is Brian Cox. That's our tiny sliver of what we can even see, but the universe is infinite. Huh? And we poo-poo the medicine. (laughs) It's like ridiculous. Oh, we're the only ones here. So yes, there is healing. And for that healing to happen, the medicine will break down the walls, your energetic walls, the blockages, the obstacles that stop you from understanding and heal you by making you see. And it's not pretty. You know, personally, I thought I was a lovely person (laughs) until I was in medicine. And I was like, no, I I didn't have parents. I was abused. I was sexually abused. I was taken out to be sexually abused. I was, I bonded with evil. I bonded with the virus. And then I gave away some secrets. I didn't even know what they were, some information. And I got a bollocking like no other. I mean, I was in that last ceremony and, the, and I was like, my whole body was moving and it was just insane. And the medicine was saying to me, you have something else to show me. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. My arms are being moved around. 
And then suddenly there it was. I was hiding myself from myself. I had bonded with this shit. And by so doing, had given away information to the other side, to evil, to this virus, call it what you will. It's like everything. You know, there's matter and anti-matter, right? It feels like there's this constant battle between, and they call it Mara and Buddhism, right? The thing that stops life, the thing that gives life and the thing that stops life. Again, why? I don't know. I have no idea. And, you know, throughout the whole thing, it was always like, I'm in some cosmic battle. I don't fucking know, but there's this... I'm sitting here, there are fucking millions of snakes coming out of me, and then suddenly this medicine is coming up with this light of sword, like a Herculean soldier. And I'm just watching this. Like, I... You know... No, it's not just the fact that I can't, you know, my my job sucks. It's like I'm in some fucking cosmic battle. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> We're just at the tip of the iceberg. What's actually creating everything and moving everything is just this whole other realm. I'm just getting up, just having my Vinti latte with an extra shot. <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> it's like we're at the top of the iceberg. We're doing this little theater, this little play. Oh, I found out there's another particle, you know, there's a God particle that we're going to, you know, put in that big collider. You are a living being, a living spirit, a living this hardware full of this, all this information that is accessible in the plants to more clarity I remember even at the beginning it was like you're an Indian I'm like I'm not an Indian <laughs> I live on the upper west, on the upper east side on 77th street I can't this is the very first ceremony it was like you're not who you think you are I'm a grotty one. I mean, pretty horrible to betray. I mean, again, it was a theft, right? A capture. It is that that I was held hostage in and I needed to reconnect with. Right? When we, one of the things that happens is there's a fragmentation, you know, when these energies come in. And again, we can't see in this soup the energies around us. I mean, they say it in the medicine, you know, el susto, the terror of a child. There are all these things that happen that attack us, that whatever. It's soup. I want to know, right? And again, it, the virus isn't like, you know, you're sweating blood out of your fucking pores. The virus is you're always feeling uncomfortable. I've got to go to therapy. I'm, I'm anxious. I'm this. I'm, you know, this happened. It's like you're always attracting the same thing that you are, right? Like, why is, I always kept thinking, like, the world's a tidal wave. I can't go against it. Like, I, I'm just, like, I'm powerless. Okay, I didn't understand all the events that 
were these forces. And again, what's interesting is they're forces. When I was in the medicine and I was trying to leave, I couldn't. I was gravitationally stuck there. Like I was in this field that was gravitationally impossible to leave. In this capture, I'd been captured energetically. I didn't know. I just always thought, why can't I get out of this? And it was always showing me that my power had been stolen. What is the power? Power isn't to go conquer people. Power is to connect with your heart, to connect with your truth, to connect with that soul that we have. And that soul is connected to the everything. It's that cycle, right? It's going to throw this thing out, this divine little piece of itself. That piece of itself is going to be flourished by the gardeners. It comes as script and energy. And then it's going to die. It's going to blossom, die, blossom, die, blossom, die. You know, in that rhythm, in that flow, you're just at one with. Now having understood it, it's like, yeah, death can come. It's like not a biggie. Because again, in the ceremony, you're dying over and over, really is what you're doing. You're getting past all these walls of truths and information and information and information. And every time you get past it, something inside of you collapses. There's a returning, there's a returning, there's a returning to the everything. The everything doing itself over and over in different forms. We're nature. We, we want to think that we're all these systems and that we are all these like pieces of paper with our signature, but we're not. We're, we're nature. We're spirit. We've, we've lost our connection to our spirit through this mechanization. As I said, you know, great going to another planet. At some point, we're going to be cinder because we're getting closer and closer to the sun. What, five billion years or something? Yeah, but I want to be on a planet as miserable as I am here. No fucking way. I don't want to be. I'd rather be miserable here and figure it out here. So it's our connection. Ultimately, all of this, all of this seeing, all of this understanding is for us to reconnect to our heart, to compassion, to love, to our spirit that has been frozen and disfigured and sucked of all its passion. And it's so rare that you see passion, right? But you can recognize it like in an incredible performance. I remember this incredible flamenco dance. I can't remember his name. It was amazing. He went out with Naomi Campbell. Oh, it was insane. And you would watch him on stage and that was not him. That was the life force flowing through him. He wasn't severed from himself. He was a channel for the life force. And to see it was just exquisite. It was like, fuck, I'm seeing the living divine energy. We're severed. Our compass is broken. We're trying to be these mechanical things. We're not. We're spirit. It's that 
that's interfered with. It's that that's switched off. That's the breaker switch. Our flow, the channel, where channels fall the everything for this divinity. It's switched off by this virus, by whatever. Just it switches it off by this interference, by these blockages in our energetic system. The medicine gives us a greater understanding of who we are. All these concepts of time and space and matter and energy, that's all great, but that's foreign to me. I can relate it now to the medicine, but it's a foreign, it's, it's not a nat- natural concept. I don't, ref- I don't look at an equation and go, oh, wow, that's really like, amazing. It doesn't mean anything to me. It might mean something in a language that makes other things work and no shade, but it's not my spirit, right? I can't define that spirit. You can't define your spirit. It's a living, breathing thing of now. When it's connected, it's creating, it's expressing, it's being itself. Scientists are all trying to put that into like a mathematical formula great. There's loads of understanding in that mathematical formula. Fabulous. It explains how the universe works. Great. It gives us theoretical physics. Great. That is one piece. That is one language. But it's not the, it is not the actual expression. It's like saying, I'm going to describe the orange and then I'm going to taste the orange. I'm describing the taste. The description doesn't get me to the taste. It gives me a, a thinking, conceptual understanding. It doesn't get me the taste. I can't describe when I'm tasting that orange. I can't. That's a, an, a visceral understanding. That's, it, that's the truth of it. When I actually taste it, that is the actual being of it. Describing it in mathematics, describing it in words, great. It doesn't get me to the actual feeling. And that's what you're getting in the medicine. You're actually reliving. You're actually in the consciousness. You're actually in the experience of it, in the feeling of it, in the being of it. That's the genius. And that's the truth of the world. The truth is not the mathematical explanation of it. It's an explanation. It is not the being of it. And that's why it's limited. In the medicine, you will be in it. You will be in consciousness. You will be in the expression, in the injury itself, in the everything. Yeah. It's a whole other understanding but through that being through that expression you understand right here I am in another life wow okay here I am I'm on a horse going through the the plains of South Dakota here I am with my tribes wow I'm living it I'm there I'm not a fucking mathematical equation I'm there fuck, I'm with those people. I'm being abused. I'm in that place, seeing all those children being abused with that man, with that evil. Fuck. Again, not a mathematical formula. 
I'm there. I'm living it. The ex- it, it's past is being ex- that thing that lives in my DNA. That information is being expressed through me as a living expression of itself. That's gonna that's gonna heal you. Not looking at a mathematical formula. It doesn't heal me. That expression of the event, even if I understood, even if, if a scientist understands how the medicine works, it's not going to heal me. It'll give me an understanding, but it's not going to heal me. What's going to heal me is being and expressing that spirit in that event. That There's nothing greater than that. There's no more... What greater healing can I have by understanding through actually experiencing? I can go into a therapy session and talk and talk and talk. That's not going to heal me. I can look at an equation and think how beautiful. It's not going to heal me. But I can go into an ayahuasca ceremony and I can actually experience the breath of that guy on my face. I can actually experience the sheets. I can experience the horror of what's being done to me. Of course, you don't want to do that, right? But there you are. That's going to heal you. That expression is a rewiring of you. The blockage is being relived and then you're being rewired. That blockage is now healed. That's a genius. That's all. Bye.